0: Cats at night. Now here's John Catsimatidis. Now on the line, Lou Dobbs. He's a political and financial commentator, author, and TV host. He hosts the Great America Show on iHeartRadio and LouDobbs.com. And of course he has his report here every single day on WABC
1: radio. Welcome back to Cats at Night, Lou Dobbs.
0: Great to be with you. Thanks so much. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year.
1: I mean, uh, the financial markets, they've been on a roller coaster. Uh, the New York Post carried a story today where all the uh, guys that are uh, worth uh, $200 billion, $100 billion, $50 billion, well, they're suffering. What's going to yeah, happen, Ron? What's going to happen with all this?
0: Well, with the, with the billionaires, we don't have to uh, do a benefit. They're, they lost a, just about a half trillion dollars uh, over the course of the past year. Uh, what's going to happen with the markets themselves, uh, you know, I'll give you my best guess. And my best guess is that the majority are wrong about the markets. And by that, I mean all of the talk, the uh, sturm and dung of uh, uh, all of uh, the so-called pundits uh, and gurus on Wall Street is that we have a recession. It's assured. Uh, and we're going to see a great calamity. I I think they're overstating it, John, by a considerable margin. Uh, The reality is we had a recession last year, the first half of the year, uh, and no one seemed to pay attention to it. And now we don't have a recession, low unemployment. We have growth. And suddenly everyone's sure that this is a recession. Uh, For the life of me, I can't figure out what they're thinking. Uh, It it seems to me that while things are tough and volatile, as as you say, uh, you know, this is not exactly a, a terrible time in which we live uh, financially and economically. Uh, and I don't believe that, uh, you know, the end is near by any stretch of the imagination.
1: You're right. Um, interest rates, you think that any chance that uh, uh, Chairman Powell will take a pause?
0: I think there's every chance because Powell is, you know, he has been chastened before. Uh, he was raising rates uh, in 2018. Uh, he was doing his best to uh, be ahead of the markets when he should be behind the markets. Uh, he's done the same thing here. And the reality is that he is, he's going to have to face stocks. Uh, he has goals. Uh, he's got 2% goals for the discount uh, inflation rate. Uh, he's going to have to live up to that. But by no means is he should he be. Uh, willing to put uh, millions of people out of work. And that would be the result uh, if he continues on this path.
1: But on this well, stage, the real estate market is being devastated. Uh, new construction absolutely. is being devastated.
0: <laughs> well, this, is, uh, uh, this is Pete King. I have a quick question for you, and it's maybe an over- oversimplified one. How much would the economy approve if they uh, once again start exploring for oil, open up the uh, pipelines, and ended this policy of restricting oil production? I think that we are already seeing, uh, first of all, prices decline somewhat. Uh, they're, going, they're now going to rec- uh, rebound a bit. Uh, but I think there is no doubt that we should be having a full and wide open uh, petrochemical industry in this country. Uh, that means drilling, that means producing, and that means refining and distributing and consuming as much as we possibly can of our own energy. Uh, it worked. Uh, during the four years of President Trump, uh, and there's no reason in the world why it wouldn't make all the sense in the world, just in terms of national security, uh, to be doing so again. Uh, we do not, you know, Medvedev, uh, uh, the Russian uh, <laughs> prime minister suggested the other day with uh, his uh, his uh, <coughs> crystal ball for the future that we'd be looking at $150 a barrel oil. Uh, I think if we leave uh, the current Energy protocols and policies in effect He's probably right. Uh, we need to get that near and uh, stabilize around somewhere around 70 to 80 barrels, of, uh, $80 a barrel. Uh, and that would happen with a, with an, uh, let's put it this way, uh, free, uh, frolicking energy market.
1: Um, well, you mentioned in the conversation we had uh, before, uh, China, you think it's their turn to fall.
0: I think it's their turn now uh, to confront uh, economic realities uh, and also challenges, uh, th- and we are watching it now when the zero COVID policy has to be reversed by Xi Jinping uh, just simply to stabilize the unrest in his own country. Uh, we're beginning to see some, some balance uh, achieved by the uh, CCP, uh, and by that I mean they're having to take cognizance of the fact that they have a lot of problems they've got to deal with. Uh, and this bluster and the refusal to join the global uh, marketplace uh, as anything other than a producer, it has to be reversed. Uh, so I think it's their turn to go from uh, what was a, uh, you know, a straight trajectory higher uh, on the backs of the, the purchasing consumers around the world. Uh, they now have to, to fall in line And to either be a global trading partner uh, rather than a, uh, if you will, a mercantile uh, uh, totalitarian nation. I think they have to adjust.
1: And, uh, Lou, there's a new problem. Uh, The COVID problem is exploding in China. We just had Gordon Chang on, and uh, uh, I know it increased like 37,000 or 37 million in one day, was it? Uh, the COVID cases. Yeah, it's yeah. like 37. And, and and now the Chinese are allowing uh, the airplanes to come into new uh, in our country and in uh, Milan uh, with mm-hmm. with people with COVID above uh, aboard.
0: Well, I'm, I'm pleased to see the Biden administration <laughs> at least say that they're going to uh, insist on having negative tests from every traveler, irrespective of whether they come in directly from China or third nations. Uh, they will have to have a negative COVID uh, card with them or they don't get in. Uh, the unfortunate part is that that doesn't go into effect until next week, the 5th.
1: Why are they waiting for January 5th? It should be tomorrow morning. Yeah. Uh,
0: the fact that he's doing it at all, John, is what really shocks me. Uh, but I'm appalled that they're not moving with the uh, with the urgency this requires. And why not we stop all travel?
1: Yeah. I'm sorry? They should stop all travel because the people that... Uh, have COVID versus the people that flew in that airplane with the people who have COVID might not test uh, negative, might test negative, but they're not negative.
0: You know, I recall having the very same conversation with Dr. Fauci in February of 2020. And he said, if you can imagine, that travel bans don't work. Travel bans do work. And they are the only thing that do work in the incipient stages of a pandemic, a potential pandemic. Uh, it, that is to eliminate contact.
1: Well, thank, uh, and
0: you're exactly right.
1: Thank you, Lou Dobbs. If we don't talk, happy New Year, and uh, thank you for uh, uh, letting the American people know what the heck is going on.
0: Appreciate it, John. Always great to be with you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.